0: Hey, 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 it's your girl. Just call me Jay Nicole. And this book cast is about none other than why yours truly. But most importantly, it's about life with my bookends. So who are or what are my bookends, you may ask. They're my wonderfully talented two sons, also known as my heart and my heartbeat. Without them, life just was incomplete. And I know a lot of people are like, eh, But one of the biggest things that I desired in life was to become a mother. And at 18, I was told that there was a slim to none chance that that would even happen. So when God bestowed them upon me, they made my life complete. And they hold me upright. They give me perspective on what life is and what I should be doing in life. They actually give me purpose each and every day. And because of them, I now have this podcast to share with you the day in the life of The Walkers, or more specifically, the day in the life of Just Call Me J. Nicole, and life with my bookends. Hey, 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 it's your girl Just Call Me J. Nicole, and guess where I am? I'm back in the studio guys I am sitting in my car I know I have done the last couple of recordings In my um, home um, In my den actually And um, I have just left work Well not too long ago I've probably been sitting in the car In my garage um, To decompress and Because I'm extremely exhausted For maybe 15-20 minutes It's just the norm At least the car's not running. I'm not trying to kill myself. I'm just decompressing. But as I was sitting here, I was thinking about um, a conversation that I just recently had with my husband and with my oldest son. My oldest son, as I explained to you guys, he plays professional baseball now. And he's a rookie. He's in rookie league. So um, he will get a slight break um, at the end of the season, which happens to be at the end of this month, August. And we were planning. When I say we... um, my son and myself, we have made plans that I will go ahead and get him a ticket to fly home. And then he will be home for a couple of weeks before he had to return for instructional ball. And so that was our plan. And we had that plan in place. And as I'm having this conversation with the husband, the dad, whatever you want to call, Mr. Walker, in this conversation... I shared with him that um, Dion and I had decided to um, get him a ticket, but we are just waiting to see um, when he was going to be released from um, playing so that he could return home for a couple of weeks before he had to report back for instructional ball. And Miss Walker's reaction was um, he was not pleased with the decision and thought that Dion did not need to. Um, get a ticket," his he exclaimed that he would, had planned to drive down, um, which was new to me. Had didn't know about this news, um, but he had planned to drive down, and then that Dion could actually ride back with him. So I imparted with him and said, "Hey, you know, well, Dion just said he didn't want to ride seven hours to get home because it is a long." 7 hour drive from Bradenton, Florida back to Marietta, Georgia. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord it is. And and he can afford to purchase a plane ticket. Just it doesn't have to be round trip, just one. Even if I had to put him on Spirit, I can get him here um fairly cheap um in about an hour and 10 minutes, I believe. So, um Long story short, I explained that to Mister Walker. Mister Walker still was not happy and said, "I'll just talk to Dion myself." All this to say, guys, the relationship that these two have has been tumultuous for some time. It does. It was not a relationship that turned into just crap overnight. It was not that. Dion hit teenagehood and decided that, oh, I hate my dad. And this is my teenage phase that I'm going through. What you put into relationships is what you get out of it. And the irony that I am actually watching unfold is that the husband, the daddy, Mr. Walker is trying to force a relationship. But he won't even... Mend the relationship that is so broken between he and his father. He did not try to mend the relationship that is broken between he and his son. But you want to force a relationship of sorts. Dion can afford to take flight, literally catch a plane to come home. But you feel so compelled to go down and be with, be with him before he has to return home and then drive him back. What you get in relationships is what you get out of them, guys. And I can't say that enough. There is often times where a relationship does not put out what you've put into it. I will definitely say that. I've seen marriages where one person works extremely hard at having the best relationship possible, but it's not reciprocated. And that's something that's out of their control. In the relationship between my husband and my son, I have always been pegged the victim by my husband. In the whole scheme of things. I have done nothing but try to foster the relationship. And it actually got to a point where I said, I am just taking all hands off because I also try to foster a relationship between my husband and my father-in-law. I try to foster relationships between lots of different people and my husband. The common denominator was my husband and still is. And until people... Very similar to who my husband is in this whole conversation of sorts. Realize that they are the common denominator and that there is something that they are doing that is keeping the people distant from them. The better they will be, the better that they can be aware of who they are as a person the sooner they can start working on making those small changes, especially if they desire to have changes in those relationships with the other people. I have another example, and I'm going a little hard on this because it it really irks me when people try to force relationships. And um, they have not put in the work to make sure that this relationship is what it needs to be or what they desire for it to be. I have a working relationship where a person was very dismissive. They were very condescending to any newbies in our group. At one point I was a newbie in the group and I had to snap literally on some on this particular person and say, "You know, you are dismissive of anything that anyone new to the group You know, suggests, and it was not because it was me. I actually sat back and didn't say much and watched. I was literally observing how everything was going down. I was like, this broad here. But once I let her know, like, no, no, son, <laughs> for my, for my northerners, when I literally is like, no, this is not how it's going to be. I am, I'm going to respect who you are and your position and the fact that you've been in this profession for X number of years. But at the at the same token, you're going to have to respect that I'm an adult and we're going to talk as adults and we're going to muddle our way through this. And hopefully we'll come to a resolution. If not, we can seek out additional help. Ironically, I was stopped yesterday and told that the same conversation took place with yet another newbie. And then today I received confirmation from yet another person who's like the common denominator is so and so. And I'm like, how did you guys not see that? How does she not see that she's the common denominator herself? That issues arise when new people come in and it's and it's always between you and that new person. It's never like with the entire group, the entire group does not have that issue. It's just you and the new person. And it can't be the new person because every time there's a new person, there's a different new person. So the common denominator is you. It's the same thing in just relationships in general. You have to really start analyzing and looking at what things are happening that you don't like and why they keep happening. If you keep attracting a loser as of a man, if you keep attracting a thought of a woman. If you keep attracting the things that you don't want to attract, 9 times out of 10, the energy that you're putting out are what's drawing them in. You're putting out what you're getting in. You get it in what you're putting out. You catch that? <laughs> so, during my journey of just self-discovery. I've had to really do some soul searching. I've had to dig deep and, and figure out who I was because I had lost who I was for a while. I had become who everybody else expected me to be. I had just become Dion and Jordan's mom. I had just become his wife. I had become Not just his wife, but his ever beck and call, his secretary, whatever the case may be. I had become all these things that I never was from the beginning. And I had to figure out, like, who was I before these things entered the picture of who I currently am? And I was a happy-go-lucky person. I was a loving person. I was filled with zest. I was filled with life. I had big dreams and aspirations. And so once I realized that this is really who I am, and I'm not who I'm not just Dion and Jordan's mom. Now don't get me wrong, I love them babies. Okay. I love my children with all of my heart. I would never, ever, ever trade in What I went through to get them Yeah, I wish it could have been an easier road Yeah, sometimes I even wish that it was a different road But I am truly blessed That the road that I did travel Resulted in me getting them Because I'm not sure if I had taken different paths If I would have ended up with The same two kids that I have now I may have had some better kids Who knows? (laughs) I only joke But you just never know you can't pick and choose that kind of thing. But in becoming the mother that I wanted to be, I lost a lot of who I was originally. I lost my youthfulness, but that's okay because I'm still young at heart. I I lost that that, that thin body, but that's okay. <laughs> Some days it's not okay. I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I had to laugh to keep from crying. But seriously... I lost some things. But when I look over in and all, all in all about the transformation of becoming a mom, I am still who I was before I was a mother. I am still the very happy-go-lucky person that I am as a mom. My kids will tell you that I am a riot, or at least I think I am. They laugh at my jokes, so I guess so. They know that I'm lighthearted. They know that I am filled with love. They know that I'm very compassionate. They know that I'm sincere, that I stay on them um, to make sure that they are the best thems they can be. I know that was not proper English, by the way, but I do. And that's who I am as a person, and as a mother. But as a wife, I lost some of the things who, uh, that made me who I was, that made him attracted to who I was when he first met me. Part of our meeting was by clear deception. And it was not that I was trying to deceive him. It was more that our paths never crossed as much for us to see who we were before we got into a relationship. He oftentimes saw me um, in passing. We had classes together. But one thing that I do remember him telling me is that he never saw me in the clubs. He never saw me at parties. And I told him, truth be told, um, I'm usually in the center of the party. I love party. I'm a dance machine. Okay. Well, I was then. I'm still am. But yeah. So instead of me being a wallflower like he was, he would like be on the outside, on the outskirts of the party. I would be in the middle, smack dab in the middle of the actual dance floor because I love dancing. And my friends and I, we would cut a rug as my grandmother and my mom call it. And then we would exit stage left. And so he probably just never saw me. He only saw me again in the classroom and on a campus, as I am walking you to and from school, school classes back then. So to him, I look like this studious, you know, nice, you know, clean cut girl that I am. But in all sincerity, he never knew exactly who I was. I had this preconceived notion of who he was because he would come to um, class in our 8 a.m., History class, and he would put his head down. I'm like, look at that dude; he just a dumb jock, and that's what I had to peg that. And as a matter of fact, I didn't even think that it was just him. I thought it was the group that he was with, and I never really paid him any solo attention. I just clustered him together with the other guys who came and put their heads down. There was one instant, instance rather, where. I remember making a comment about a gentleman and my girlfriend who actually hooked us up made me recall like that moment. She was like, that was him. I'm like, really? There was another instance where he was like, remember, I walked you back to your car during the cookout. And I'm like, "Huh?" I mean, those are the things that I'm talking about. We never like really connected until and knew who we were on an individual basis until we were in too deep. And so the relationship that we started was not really on the premises of who we were wholeheartedly. It was on the premises of what we wanted to to not as I hate to say to make the other person perceive us to be because that sounds so deceitful. But um, but honestly, when you are starting your dating you are trying to build a relationship and so you put your best foot forward you're going to put on that nice dress you got to make sure your face looks good you got to make sure you smell good you got to make sure that you're on your p's and q's because you want to make a good impression and likewise with the men unless you guys are just like so cool from the beginning you guys were like really friends from the beginning which i think is the best way to start a relationship Then you don't have that level of comfort of that person seeing who you are in all of your rawness And so those relationships that you are Actually getting into when you guys don't know each other well enough can be a little bit on the deceiving the deceiving um, end but then you start to Let your walls down a little bit and you build this relationship, right? And you get to know each other and you foster the type of relationship that you want And unfortunately, in these instances with my husband and my son, or even for the young lady, though, not even young lady, the the lady who I spoke to on the job, they have not fostered relationships so that what they're trying, what they would wish to get out of them is what they're putting into them. So because they haven't fostered the the relationships, they're getting a bowl full of nothingness. It's like having cereal and you go to the pantry and you pour your bowl of cereal and then you don't pour the milk in there. And I know some people like that's the way I like mine. But realistically, the way that most people traditionally eat cereal is with milk. So if you don't put all the right things into that bowl, you can't enjoy that bowl of cereal. It is the exact same way with a relationship. If you're not going in and you're not getting everything that you are wanting to get out of it and you're not willing to put in what you want out of it, you're not going to get it. A well-cooked sca- steak is going to need to be marinated. It's going to have to be the right cut. It's going to have to be cooked per, you know, to perfection so that when you sit down and you cut off your piece and you bite into it it is that buttery succulent moist piece that you want otherwise you're going to get a big mouth of gummy nastiness and the husband is literally getting this gummy mouthful of nastiness when it comes to his son's and his relationship because he did not marinate it. He did not try to cultivate it. He did not put in some essential ingredients into the relationships that he that he needed to do with his son. Now, for those of you guys who are out here listening, who know us personally, don't let this move taste fool you. Not everything that you saw that went on with the how the Walker household was true we can look the part we can look the hell of a part but it's a little bit of fool's goal i'm gonna let you know that i've had people who know my husband as the coach and people who know me as the coach's wife they're like y'all are like the dynamic duo we can do this all day but on the other side of the door When we took off those coaches and coaches wife's hats, we were Mr. And Mrs. Walker all day. And who we were in that role was not, was nowhere near the perfection that we had as coach and coach's wife. I tell people and, and, and this is no, no digs on my husband, but it's just being true. My husband is a great coach. He coached, literally I can say that he coached our oldest son to perfectionism. Because he's now a professional athlete. He knew when it got to the point where he no longer could provide him with the coaching that he needed. And he needed someone who was going to elevate him. However, in the relationship that he had with his wife, when he knew that he could not do it any longer, that he, we didn't as a couple have what, it need, what we needed to elevate our relationship or to even patch our relationship up. Instead of him seeking someone who can help to elevate him, he decided that I'm just cool where it is. And so we have sat on this level Of brokenness for about five years but again you put into a relationship what you want out of it and so if you're okay with the brokenness then don't complain when you bite down and it's a little crumbly don't 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 complain when you step on something and it shifts because you're not making sure that the foundation is firm and steady and I'm giving, guys, I'm giving this to you very raw. And it's not because I'm angered or anything. But it's so funny that as, I, and I tell y'all all the time, this is totally unscripted, by the way. But the relationships, when I look at relationships, there's so many facets to them. And me starting off talking just specifically about my husband and my son's relationship, it I could see how it, that, that whole relationship transcends and, Translates of how he handles things throughout life, and the one thing that I have fought very hard to clean up because I'm 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 the cleaner of messes when it comes to this their relationship is that I've I've always told my kids don't try to imitate what you see us do. I want you guys to have better relationships, and it's so hard to tell your kids that, especially when you're 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 trying to be like, don't do what I I'm doing, do what I say, because they are much more aware of what you're doing than what you're saying, oftentimes, because they see it every single day. I preach the sermon of. Put in what you want out to my kids because I'm like, that's not just about a romantic relationship. Your teammates, your classmates, your teachers, whomever you come in contact with life, who you form a relationship with, that is what you're going to see. What you, How you build that relationship is how you're going to get things out of it if you do a half ass or piss-poor job of building relationships with someone, then that's pretty much how it continues to grow. If your relationship is one-sided where one person's always doing something and that one person's never getting anything out of it, it continues to grow like that. And... I can't really speak on this hard enough because a lot of there's so many issues within the world when it comes to relationships, even down to politics. A lot of politicians are in bed with one another or they help each other out. And that's really really what they want out of it. There's nothing deeper there. It's very superficial. It's very materialistic. And that's pretty much how some people have relationships. It's very superficial. It's very materialistic. What can I get out of this? And so that brings me to the grand old question about, I know that my husband loves our son without a shadow of a doubt. But with him responding to being there for our son or being, um, as involved as he wants to be, he's, he's actually taking a week off and a couple of weeks to go down to visit him. And then me finding out that he was going to go down and he was willing to drive him back up. Those are some things that I don't think would have naturally come. And I'm being honest again, had he not become a professional athlete because upon him being drafted, the discussion in our house between my husband and I was if they did not offer him X number of dollars. We really didn't want him to go. But the more that I thought about it, I'm like, I I never want to be the person that hindered my son from doing what he really wanted to do in life within reason. And I knew that his love for baseball was going to far more supersede whatever dollar amount that they want to give him because he just has that type of love for the sport. And I also knew that his deep down gut driven desire in life was that he wanted to become a professional athlete and he knew what that involved. And so if he needed to start Ricky ball at 17, let's go, let's hit it. And so when we presented him with what they offered, we wanted to offer him and he said he was ready to go. I did nothing but respect that. My husband, on the other hand, he was very perturbed. He was very thrown off. He did not see this as my son's response because the relationship that he had with my son did not lend him the opportunity to have conversations with our son that I had had with him. And and the craziest part about it is... We're going into meetings and he's speaking for us. And I've had to go and say, no, 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 that's not what it is because I'm one, I'm not going to let you speak for me like that. And it's not because I'm being mean or selfish or, you know, I want to make him look like something that he's not. It's just me being honest. When people say, you know, did you expect him to go pro where you were you surprised that he decided to move forward? And when my husband is like, I I was floored. I was like, but I wasn't. Because I had put into the relationship what I wanted out of the relationship. I went in with an open heart. I let my son know that this is a no judgment zone. When you're talking to me, you come to me and you're seeking a safe place to talk. It's just that. Yeah, I'm going to be mom and I'm going to give you some heart. Um, Feedback but know that it comes From a loving place it's not coming from a judgmental Place and I'm not going to hold that against you I'm just going to be real because real Friends going to be real with you And I hate when people are like I can't be friends With my child but that's on a Whole different day with a Whole different episode And because he did not foster the relationship with his son like how I have fostered, and I'm not trying to say that mine was perfection, but we came at our relationships with our children totally different. And then too, he had not fostered a relationship where he and I communicate openly. And I've shared that with you guys as well, that my husband's approach to communicating with me is that He'll talk to me when he feels like talking to me. And we mostly talk about what he wants to talk about. We very seldom talk about what I want to talk about. Then too, I'm never privy to know like where his whereabouts, like where is he right at this time? It's not that. So it it shut that door on communication. And so when I have a wealth of information and you go to speak on our behalf and it's not accurate. I speak up. I'm like, no, because Dion and I have talked about Blase this or X, Y, and Z. And his response after us talking, when we are back, on you know, on our own privately, is that that makes us look like we're not on the same page. We'll do flash, We're not. And that has a lot to do with relationships too. If you're not putting in what you want out of it, you guys will not be on the same page. It's impossible. It is literally like giving someone instructions to build something in a language that they are not familiar with. And you expecting them to, without pictures, build what you have given them. How is it that my son and my husband can build a relationship that my husband desires if there were no instructions given or there was not any examples given or the dad did not pour into the relationship what he wanted out? Especially for your children. They are looking at you as examples of what relationships are how to do X, Y, and Z. Everything in life, they look for you as an example. So if you fail them in how to build a relationship with you, it sort of sets them up on failure building relationships with everyone else. And I'm not trying to say that my, my son's doing just fine because of me. When it with children specifically, they can start to say, This is what I don't want a relationship to look like. All in all, I mean, they just look, they're able to say, Okay, yeah, I do like this, I don't like this. And I've shared with you guys before that even when. I was younger that I made notes about what I wanted to do as a parent what I didn't want to do as a parent what I wanted to do as an adult what I didn't want to do as an adult now there are some things that I did not follow through but that's neither here nor there but guys we have to do a better job at cultivating these relationships making these relationships what we really want to want Well, want them to be rather you can't pour in uh, emptiness and get out everything that you want out of it. I know I went deep on you guys, but this was just pressing me. It was it was just like weighing in on my spirit, especially for my conversation. So I thought I would jump on here and share. Give me some feedback. What do you think that relationship should consist of? Am I am I speaking the truth or is this one-sided? Is it only because I feel this way? Or is because that it's personal? Is there some relationships out there whether it be professional or personal that you like this is not applicable I would love to hear from it. I would love to hear your take So you guys know how to find me on social media, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on ig at Just call me Nicole, and that's j-u-s-t c-a-l-l M-e the letter j n-i-c-o-l-e. I'm also on twitter at two the number two will confirm again that's the number two will confirm and you can always reach me via email at just call me at gmail.com i hope to hear from you guys soon and until next time this is just call me jay nicole and i am out